Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Components. I'm Ren, product marketer at Hereto and your podcast MC. I'm Patrick, CEO here at Hereto. And I'm Jared, lead solutions consultant. Thanks for joining us on our weekly conversation about componentized and structured content. Hope you enjoy this 15 or so minutes of fun talking about everything from data to innovations in AI. All right, let's get into it. I'm still waiting on my, that Matt guy to deliver that last order. If you're waiting on it, do you really got a guy? I'm waiting on it. You're waiting on it? Yeah. Yeah. If you know, you know. All right. So here's my problem with this. It's not with the idea. It's not with the concept. It's with it's with what's required to reduce this. Yeah. It's It can be a lot. It can be something that's a very, very expensive solution. And, you know, your, your mid-range organizations are still not investing the amount of money into content and content delivery that they really need to for the size of the organization. Um, and so it's going to be tough for some teams to reduce that proximity given the tools that would be required to do this. I mean, we haven't really gone into detail of any of those tools that are required, but, you know, when take a simple case, you've got, you've got a doc site that's separate. Mm-hmm from your website and they need to be linked together. So you can embed a link or you can have a link on your website pretty easily, or you can have you know links back and forth between those two. That's really non-ideal um, because you're not gonna search on the main website and come up with help solutions probably because as soon as you want something like that, complexity goes up. So all the complexity that goes into reducing digital proximity- Oh, absolutely. Gets expensive. So what is like, what would be a good, strategy let's just talk about like what's a what's a mid-range set of tools that could pull something off like this for a, a you know, non-enterprise budget or maybe well, so low level that, enterprise budget that's maybe not the right way to think about it um i think you have to do the roi on it right so you know if it has a return you should do it i mean obviously you can spend you know millions and millions and millions of dollars on on digital tools Um, but most organizations, you know, going to like purchasing like the biggest implementations just isn't going to have an ROI. So it all comes down to, you know, what you can afford and what you can, you can, your organization can get a return on, um, in terms of like actual tooling, it's, it's, it's really hard to say because it's, 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 it's so different situation by situation. Like if you have a, so, okay. So you look at some of our customers and they have. SaaS applications like we do. And then in that case, mm-hmm. they can take our API and they can pull content off of it and they can embed it in their SaaS application. Um, and the and a lot of the investment, you know, after they've built the base layer of a content ops implementation with you know, Hereto, is really just getting developer time to do that, um, to get that set up the way they want to. It's developer and information development time. So if you have the resources and you have enough users, um, who will gain benefit from that? Mm-hmm. Um, you can do an ROI on it, and it makes sense. Um, you know your improvements in user experience, your reductions in support costs, those kinds of things. Um, you look at another organization, and they're maybe like a medical device company, and their device has a screen on it. You know, it's it's very very similar. And then you have to ask yourself in this in that situation, like, what is the benefit of delivering content like right at the point of care? And for like a medical device organization, that could be huge. It could be absolutely massive, right? Um, so it's yep. 
in yep. that situation, the ROI might be much, much easier, even if your user base is comparatively smaller. Um, you know, a SaaS user base could be hundreds of thousands of people or more, and maybe a, a medical device user base is, you know, tens of thousands of people. But the impact of the impact on the individual user could be much, much greater. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's something you can go about doing. So I think that like, it should be looked at from a value perspective before it's looked at from a cost perspective, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, that's, I, I mean, yeah, I suppose I would have, I was assuming something like that. I was just assuming, you know, a relatively small budget. I mean, give or take, you know what I mean? Well, what's relatively small, right? Like, can you do thinking, this for $5,000? Nope. No, 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 no. I'm thinking like somebody's <laughs> like, got, somebody's got like, they're like, Hey, I got 50 to spend. What can I get out of this? Like, how far can I push this? And knowing what I, you know, in goal, what I'd love to have for a user experience. Um, and and, the, and my top end is like 50. Like, what are some tangible, oh. like mid range steps that would get them partway? Let, let's go back to the, like the physical world analogy, right? So, you know, in Missouri, Missouri, the Missouri, excuse me, the cost to reduce the physical proximity between a couple of towns or you know yeah. something like that is the cost of a simple two-lane highway, right? Yeah, like you know, it's like it's not insignificant, but it's not enormous either, right? Whereas the cost to connect two points in LA in a way that's going to actually serve people and reduce the amount of time it takes for the quantity of people in LA who need to move between those two points is way higher yeah. because you probably have to build a road over buildings and that road has to be eight lanes and it's got to have on ramps and off ramps and like all kinds of stuff. Right. So I, I don't think that, I think when you're thinking about decreasing the time, you know, so you know, effectively like increasing proximity to things, um, you, it's not a one size fits all. Like there are, when you have, a situation which is less complex it's less um it's less enterprise it's less scaled up to begin with it has a smaller user base like there's less complexity in um in all the things that surround it you can oftentimes have a less complex implementation of this um and I, I, th I think it's just like anything else so here it's like translate that back into the digital world okay yep. so you can go and you can buy a tool like pendo right or one of yep. the other things that will like put a little bubble in your application and um, I'm not suggesting that anybody does this necessarily, um, but it's, it's a thing you can do. You can have a person who's responsible for Pendo and they can go and they can copy paste out of your help articles, which could just be PDFs and put them into Pendo. And there you go. You reduce your, your physical or your digital proximity for people who are doing that. Now, obviously that doesn't scale up, right? So like if your application is really simple and there's only a couple of points where somebody would need to have the proximity between them, between their situation and an answer reduced, that's a totally viable solution. Um, you know, it may not be like content ops enabled and mm -hmm. you know, super modern and all that kind of stuff, but like who cares, right? It works. Now, if you're selling an enterprise suite of applications or, you know, really like robust enterprise solution that has configurations and user types and, you know, a whole different host of things it has to do, um, then that solution just doesn't work. Like you can't do it. It doesn't scale up. Um, there's no way to be sure that the amount of content you'd have to copy and paste between these two places is going to actually translate. It's just, it's, you, you get things wrong. I mean, the very, very, very least. And also 
the strategy there starts to become too complex for somebody to just do it, right? You have to have an actual like team integrated approach to it. So there really isn't like a, hey, I got 50 bucks, what can I get type of a, um, an answer to this. Like it, it really is very case by case. What you're saying is... To very skillfully not answer your question. Yeah, thank you. You're, I don't know how to think about your non-answer. I mean, yes, of course. Of course, it's a case by case. But there's got to be some general guidelines to consider, like general things you can do, small steps. I mean, we don't want to tell everybody it's case by case because there are some general steps. I just don't know what they are yet. Well, here's one, and I have no shame in saying this, but your content needs to be structured if you're going to do this. It just has to be. You're not doing this. You're not going to have, you're not going to be able to reduce digital proximity with word content. At any kind of scale, at any kind of scale. Yeah, exactly. So, so structure is necessary for scale. Right. You know, again, if we're just right. going to keep going back to the physical world, like, you know, you can pile up dirt to make a small hut, but like, once you start to build buildings, you need structure. Yep. It's the same thing. Um, you know, the, the necessity for organization and structure and like all those things always comes from the necessity to scale. It's true in the digital world. It's true in the physical world. Um, there's actually a coffee and content, uh, but what was it? Like it was maybe two or three months ago that there was a guest on there who made this it exact. It was Bob Glusko. Yeah, where he talked about the fact that human beings are built to just structure things like cities are yeah. just humans structuring the physical world. Yeah. Like it's just structuring and organizing the physical world. And if you start to look at like cities as the fact that all we've really done is just gone, we're going to organize this stuff. Like this is going to be where people live and this is going to be where people buy things. And this is going to be where people go to like have some coffee. And like, it's just like, it's just like all this organization. And here's the place, here's the places they're going to walk and drive. Yeah. Um, and that's what a city is. It's just it's just physically structuring the physical world into a way where it's more organized and you know where to go to get stuff. That's like literally what a city is. It's crazy when you think about it that way. And that's what structured content is. It's like it's just structuring the digital world so you know where to go to get stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. We're just trying to all stay sane. Yeah, and get stuff faster. Like yeah. <laughs> like what do you want when you really want to talk about the the whole of human progress it's more or less just the ability to get stuff faster and with less effort like i want coffee and i want to expend as little effort as i possibly can getting it and so we build structures and processes and systems to bring me my coffee um it's the same thing mm, in the digital world eh, eh, maybe uh no you have no idea i do very little effort for this coffee and it's great yeah, I go through a lot of effort for my coffee happily, happily. So yeah, eh. well, I mean, I'm I'm talking about the whole the whole chain. Like, I got a guy; he just like delivers it for me. You do have not a guy. the actual coffee, but the but the beans. Yeah, you got a guy. I got a guy. And do you? Yeah, I don't think he listens to this, but if he did, he should. If he doesn't, he should. I'm still waiting on my that my guy to deliver that last order. If you're waiting on it, do you really got a guy? I'm waiting on it. You're waiting on it? Yeah. Yeah. If you know, you know. The, this whole episode has been very enlightening. I feel like Patrick just lives his life with like back alley trench coat guys. Like he's got a guy for everything. Yeah. And now it's going to be a back alley trench coat guy for like, I'm just, that's just what I imagine every time Patrick talks about his connections. You know, the way in which I get my coffee is actually not that distant from what you just said, unfortunately. <laughs>
content rules, but it can be a lot. I'm sure you've noticed that a lot of these topics are connected, but our short podcast episodes barely scratch the surface. Have no fear, because in the description, we have links to videos, blog posts, and other information that help shine some light on some of the more intense, murky topics. In no time, you're going to have a little bit better idea about structured content and enterprise content strategy. Hope you enjoy.